For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Hola y bienvenidos a Deuces Wild Motherfuckers! Yeah! Woo! Here hey, we go, bro! I, I am in Texas. I am in Texas right now, and I'm just letting you know they're loving life that you're cursing in Spanish. Thanks. Dude, let me tell you something. Because you say you're in Texas. I don't believe you, though. I'm looking at a fucking giraffe in the background. Is that Texas or is that Africa? We have a giraffe right here. So the guy that owns the property that we're at right here, he travels around the world and hunts everywhere. You got a giraffe right here. Up on top of the giraffe is a what they call a scimitar oryx. Over here, let me get out the way. This is a gemsbok. That's another African animal. Uh, back over my shoulder over here, we got a white-tailed coos deer. There's all kinds of species around here, but we are here to talk baseball. Well, first, let's talk about the mountain lion next to the giraffe. Oh, you like that, huh? We got, yeah, we got a little mountain lion action. Uh, and you know, you being Mister, I'm gonna go out and run four hundred thousand miles and shit. Uh, you know, guess what? You got to duck and dive out of the way of mountain lions. So uh, you need to carry a pistol with you, jackass. Dude, so I have a buddy of mine that hey, look, went on mountain lions up here, by the way, but the bobcats over here. But okay, so that's okay. a bo- I, got, I, yeah, that's all right. We got everything. I can't, I can't tell. It looks like there's a big cat back there. And so I, I actually got a buddy of mine. We call him the Silent Assassin, the and silent he assassin. he went on a. He's a huge hunter, and this is the guy. Grew up a big time Giants fan. Jason Henderson's his name. Played high school baseball. Played in college at Santa Clara. And he was telling me, because he's such a big hunter, he had followed your hunting exploits post-career. And he tried to tell me that you were a better hunter than you were a baseball player. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) So, uh, you know, I've I've been an outdoorsman my whole life. I love it to death. I do it all. I mean, shoot a shotgun, shoot a bow, shoot a rifle. I hunt and fish, the whole works. And, you know... This is one of my big trips. Matter of fact, uh, you can see there's Trey Clark right there, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, What's TC up, Trey? Yeah, TC killed a big deer the other night. And, uh, you know, myself and uh, a good buddy, George Vollen, we both got really good ones today. And so it's been a it's been a great trip. It's a, it's a good way to, uh, you know, start off our hunting season here in the South. And, you know, I know that, Everybody kind of enjoys, uh, you know, lean meat and stuff like that. It doesn't get any better than wild game. And uh, we are carnivores, so I'm enjoying it. All right, Thrill. So before we get rolling here and talk about the brand-new manager of the San Francisco Giants, which 
I know I'm thrilled with. I can't wait to get your opinion. We need to recognize our title sponsor. And this, you mean yeah. sponsor? Give Dude, this is brand new title sponsor presented by. So it is Deuces Wild presented by Bet Online. You Bet know, Online, bro. All you people in the chat room, go in there and. Fork out the cash, baby. Fork it out. That's right. The last of the major pro sports league kicks off this week, and Bet Online oh, is your way. top spot of all your NBA action. It's fantastic with MLB postseason, NFL, and college football and NHL in full swing. Bet Online is your number one source for wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions. Get everything NBA at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile apps. I downloaded their app today. Head to Bet Online to get in on all the action. And don't forget to use the promo code BLEAV, B L E A V, all capitals. Bet Online, where the game starts, bitches. Bitches. Hey, I am man. loving life. We have gotten away from the tequila sponsor, and we are into the betting sponsor. Of all people that would get us a betting sponsor is our co-host, our wonderful co-host that bets on every freaking game possible. Well, if we're getting, hey, we will, we will not accept your try. I know we're getting approached by a lot of people. To try to sponsor this program. But unless you're involved in gambling, tobacco, alcohol, or firearms, we're not fucking interested, man. We're just not interested. <laughs> we have we have parameters that we're working here. Oh, that's hysterical. Hey, so real quick, because right now the tequila is gonna take a back seat. 818 is for this one right here. This is dad water. Look at this guy. What is that, dude? That looks like that freaking stash that you had on the T-shirt the other day. So good, man. This is Dadwater's Blood Orange. It's tequila with natural flavors. I've never had one of these. The guy sent us, I mean, dozens of cases. And they are a potential sponsor. But they said, hey, look, Bernsey, we only want you pimping the product if you love it. So right here on Deuces Wild... I raise one up to the first ever try of dad water. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, while he's doing the first ever tequila shot right there, uh, Will the Thrill is hunting at the Jag Ranch, J-A-G Ranch. They have camo cups that you can put your Jack Daniels or your new tequila sponsor in. Dude, Dad Water. So, Dad Water actually started as mom water. This tastes fucking fantastic. It's almost scary. It's like 5.4% alcohol by volume. These will get you fucked up, man. But you know what? Right, so they'll they'll you get this. you fucked you up, but you'll wake swig. up. Yeah, you took a big swig. Okay. What are you thinking? I'm thinking that, like, if the buzz will come quickly. And I'm also thinking I could really taste the hydration in the water. And it's you're playing for the tie. Ladies and gentlemen, we have. Hydration and fucked upness. Yep. So I'm enjoying our new sponsor, Dadwater. There we go. 
All right, dude. So the big news of the day besides the National League Championship Series Game 7 going on behind me is the fact that the San Francisco Giants hired my former manager, your former teammate, the reason, at least one of them, why you and I met for the first time in 2007 in Arizona. Bob Melvin, your thoughts. My thoughts. <clears throat> teammate, guy who grew up doing it the right way, has always been a class act as far as the manager position goes. He has been with Oakland. He's been with the Diamondbacks. He's been with the Padres. All the players love him. Nobody's going to say anything bad about him. Uh-oh, we got a double in RBI right now. Whammo. Who hit that, Trey? Uh, Stott. Stott yep. went the other way with one. Well, it's interesting. So, anyway, so, so Bob Melvin, I personally think that it is a, uh, you know, we had talked last week about getting a veteran manager and somebody that's going to kick some people in the ass. Uh, Bob Melvin is kind of a version of Bruce Bochy. He does things the right way. He does it behind closed doors. He doesn't do it through the media, stuff like that. And so, personally, I think it's a good hire. Well, you know what's great? Because, I, can, I mean, I obviously can tell you this through experience. He said the number one thing that he really, like, strives for as a manager is communication. He said that when he first got traded over to the Giants, Roger Craig was a fantastic communicator where – he would tell him, look, Bob, you're going to play in two days. You're going to play against this pitcher, and this is why you're going to play against this pitcher. And so he had this plan. And I could tell you through my personal experience of playing for him, he would tell me if the early going, like, Bernsey, I'm going to get you in here. I'm going to get you in here. I'm going to get you in here. And then we're going to get yeah. you hot, and then you're going to fucking play every day. And I owe a lot of my success that I had in the major leagues. I owe a lot of potentially him helping like build this studio in this house because right. he gave me the opportunity and he was always an awesome communicator. Yeah. And, and that's, that's the big thing. And you know, this, you know, this from the standpoint of, you know, being a ball player, you want that. Oh, yeah. The ball. Yeah. Another anyway, base so, hit. Yeah. Base hit, uh, found a hole off the end of the glove. Left fielder got the ball, made a good throw into third base, and Perdomo missed the, the catch. Might have had him start back pick there. So, one of them things. It, well, it's a big thing because every out matters. I think there's going to be a lot of runs scored in this game. The over-under total was eight. When you talk about gambling, uh, I am a gambler, and I put action on the over eight today. So, I'm rooting for some runs. But if you're Perdom per Perdomo right there – uh. Bro, catch a fucking ball. Like, that's not a hard pick right there. That's a nice high hop. You know, you ought to go with it. So, but anyway, um, you know, hey, look, you know, right after, uh, you know, Bo Mel, I get the reports, and, and I still haven't had it officially reported from the San Francisco Giants. Yeah. I'm just getting, you know, the, the memes that everybody else is getting. But, um, you know, I've also had, you know, two or three questions about Matt Williams. And that is a great question. 
is Bob Melvin going to bring Matt Williams with him? Uh, you know, in the past, as you well know, uh, he's, he's had Michael Dreddy with him. You know, guys that are old school giants that know how to do it the right way. Is he going to bring that into the clubhouse, into the dugout? Too early to tell. We'll figure that out as we go. But uh, like I said before, I, I mean, you know, Matt Williams is freaking awesome. I, I love Matt to death. You know, we were in the middle of the lineup for years. Um, if he's if he's a coach, he's going to be a goddamn good one. I can tell you that right now. So that becomes the golden question. Is Bob Melvin going to be forced to retain the 16 other coaches that were on the San Francisco Giants staff? Oh, my God. And I will say this on record. I hope not. I hope not. We do not need 17 coaches for the San Francisco Giants on the Major League roster. We do not need that. And Bob Melvin, like I said, he's old school. He does he does things his own way, but he knows he knows deep down in his heart he doesn't need 17 coaches to figure out how to hell to manage a team. So if I'm Bob Melvin, I'm not gonna make any crazy demands. I'm not going to ask for a five, seven-year contract. I, I got to believe they're going to negotiate something in the three-year range. I'm really proud of the fact that the San Francisco Giants ownership group got involved. I know Buster Posey was in on the meetings because Farhan only has one year left on his contract. So yeah. if this doesn't work out, I sure as fuck did not want this to be one of Farhan's selected guys you needed to make this decision collectively as an organization the thing that i love about it thrill is that it's a connection to the past it's going back to what the giants have always been about when you came up it was willie mays it was willie mccovey it was all the greats before you that you and your boys paid homage to and then as it continued to go on it was always there and then in the past couple years it's like they lost their identity. You mentioned them stripping down the pictures in the clubhouse or whatever it was. Like, we're going to do our own thing. Well, you know what? Fuck you. Do your own thing, and then that's going to get your shit packed up and, and move on out of here. So I just will tell you this. When it comes to Matt Williams and everybody else, I hope that Bob Melvin goes above and beyond to restore the culture of the San Francisco Giants. And he brings guys like a Matt, Matt, Matt Williams, like a Mike Aldretti. Dude, I said it this morning on the Daily Hustle when this news broke. I do. I would love to see you in a, in a much bigger role than what it is now. Now, what that is, I don't know. But this is where it would fit, bro. This is where you would fit. Like, this is guys that know you, guys that understand you, guys that get you, right? You and Kapler, for example – if you guys ever spent too much time in a run room, I think it would just combust. So this one works. I mean, you know, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna play the pat you on the back and and tell you what you want to hear in front of your face game. I'm not gonna do that. All right. I'm the guy that hey, tell me the truth. I'm a big boy. I might not like it, but I respect where you're coming from. All right. I don't don't pity pat me. And Bob Melvin is that guy, Bob Melvin, you know, if, if he and I need to have a talk, we'll be behind closed doors. We'll get, you know, I'll air my dirty laundry. He'll air his dirty laundry. And I'll be like, 
Bob, thank you, man. I really respect that, you know? And so personally, you know, just the way baseball works and you know, this, you know, this just as much as I do. Look, when you hire somebody from the outside, they bring their boys in. They don't, they don't keep status quo. And especially since status quo had two straight years of losing. So I do expect to see some changes. So there you go. Huge situation right now. The Phillies have their number eight hitter. The Tomahawk chop, Atlanta Tomahawk chop that didn't work. Oh, my God. See ya. Get lost. All right. Stott did a good job right there. That ball is right down the middle of the plate and down a little bit. Left-handed hitter just stayed inside of it. It was actually their number nine hitter, Johan Roas. He's defense first center fielder for the – Philadelphia Phillies. Castellanos, Thrill, I wanted to ask you about him because he's yeah. been yeah. he's been he really I, scuffling, he, man. I, you know him personally. So what about what about Nick? Nick, Nick dude, Nick's he was on fire. He absolutely yeah. crushed it in the division series. He was the hottest hitter on the planet. And he's gone from the hottest to the coldest. He can't hit shit right now. Is there anything that you've noticed? I'm going to start just see with one observation and say that his whole load is starting really late. So correct. If, correct. I couldn't, I couldn't have got that any better. You did. Thanks, Trey. Oh, this drink is brought to you by Trey Clark, ladies and gentlemen, and our titles, new title sponsor, the tequila guy with the stash of Hoya. Some shades, a little uh, prickly hair, which I do not have any of, and daddy water, mad water, whatever you want to call that, it. No, I think we call it daddy water, bro. If they call it oh, dad water, there you go. Look at I you. think we go with daddy water. I, I, I like daddy that. Water. I'm liking that. I'm yes, liking sir. That. So anyway, so to, to get back to your point, yeah, Cassianos is getting started late, and so what he's having to do is he's having to pick up the ball earlier and rush through his swing. That's why his decision-making process is, is not good right now. He's swinging at a lot of balls out the zone. If I'm the hitting instructor right now, Philadelphia, I'm going to say, Hey, look, slow it down. Start a little bit earlier, get in a good hitting position. Let's make it be a strike and let's attack from there. There you go. So we got a kid thrill that often will fall into that trap. But this kid also has, I mean, next level potential. And literally he's here and his load is like, his, his bat's like this and he comes like this. And when he does this and, and, and there's like a slight pause, it's on. Yeah. When he does this and it's one continuous motion, he's screwed. So right. I tell right. him uncomfortably early. Yeah. You're here, get here. Slight pause, slight pause, go. Hitting's timing, man. I mean, you know that. Yeah, no, I, I, and I love it. I mean, I really love it. I mean, and, you know, the one thing, thing that you want to talk about it a ton, hopefully everybody in the audience has paid attention, that they've, they've listened. You want to get started early and you want to land or whatever, whatever your timing might be. You want to make sure that you're down and you're seeing the pitch and you can 
recognize whether you're swinging at a strike or not and have time to recognize that. The people that are getting down, they're getting down late, they're having to rush through shit, and that's that's not how it works. A little base hit right there, man on first, nobody out, and then here comes Podomo. Um, last time Podomo came up with a with a man on first base or or in a clutch situation, uh, he bunted. So we'll see what happens here. And you got Hoffman up in the pen. He had he had some finger issues the other night, but yet he came in throwing freaking split fingers all over the place. So you know it depends. I mean, for me personally. I got to face Hoffman, especially with running scoring position. I'm looking split finger. This is pretty deep into the game. I mean, right now, both starting pitchers, I would say, figuring that all hands are on deck, have exceeded where oh, they're supposed far. to I mean, go. Is, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're looking at you're looking at top of five. So this is a four inning game now, all right. And so, so everybody in the grunt here goes Padomo button. Oh my God, what thrill! You knew what the shit he's gonna do again. Here you go, ladies and gentlemen. That's called paying attention. Swing the fucking bat, right though, there. man. I don't think this is it. This isn't. You're on the road. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you want to, if you want to drop a bunt in the fifth, why not put a hit and run on? That does the same damn thing. All right, here we go. Bunt. Oh fuck me. All right, we called that uh, before the at bat started, ladies and gentlemen. The so, bunt sucks, go. man. All right, it's a total yeah. right way. There's nothing now, endearing about that. It sucks. Wait, who's, who's behind Perdomo? Well, Carol's on deck. Who's behind? Who's behind Perdomo? I got, I got, I got it. Really, it's it's Marte. It's the top of the lineup. All right, Cattell Marte. All right, here we go. If so I they Cattell Marte. I am not looking for that ball. Now right. they threw a first first pitch curveball. There we go. First pitch changeup. First pitch changeup. All right, he is trying to pitch backwards right here. There was a changeup right there. He's not going to challenge you three straight pitches with a fastball. It will be something off speed. So that's how you hit the runs in score position. He's 0 for 2 with two strikeouts, Thrill. Here, here, ladies and gentlemen, let's guess this pitch. Cut her in. There you go. Still hasn't thrown a fastball and won't throw a fastball unless it's out the zone. Well, the idea, right, with the lefty going to the righty is is hard and soft away. Let's see what they do now. Yep. That's going to be a uh, swinging bunt foul. Look at this number. All right. Why would you swing at a 2-0 changeup high and away out the zone? That's called because I'm a moron and I don't know what's coming. It's not even close. So, All right, so there's another thing right here. You see where the ball kicked hard to the to the left there? That means yeah. the Phillies don't have, don't have the baselines angled in because they're not worried about the speed factor. Back in the day, that was really a big thing, man. How how they would cut the grass. Based- a huge, huge thing. A huge thing. If you had if you had a team that could run. The base pass were always angled back in towards the field. You put a you put a bunt down the line, it would always go fair. It would never go foul if you had a team that could run. 
So Brandon Webb was the ace of the 07 Diamondbacks team that went to the NLCS. If you looked at what yes. change up down on the dirt, see ya. Oh, look at him. Look at him. All right. He went, he went to he went to two, two, three minute speed pitch. I mean, he still hasn't thrown a fastball yet. Hello, McFly. Thank you for being a moron. Just walk off the field. You are not going to see a fastball in that situation. Get off the field. Dude, it bounced in front of home plate. Hey, this is this is what I try to teach the Giants, and freaking nobody pays attention. It's like, I've been there, done it, all right? This is how you drive in 100 runs every year. You have to think with the guys, all right? And when you say, oh, well, that's not my strength. Well, I'm not going to pitch to your strength, you freaking moron. Here's Corbin Carroll. He's two for two. He is the Diamondbacks' best player, in my opinion. And this is a huge spot, obviously. Hoping to be able to get this out. Or, excuse me, get, get just get a big knock right here. Corbin Carroll's been fantastic, Thrill. I mean, this you is... Might as well go ahead and look off speed. You might as well go ahead and look off speed. All right? That's 93 Wait, in. I think he hit off speed earlier. Not, not trying to throw a four-seamer right here, all right? This pitch right here, two one. There's no freaking way on God's green earth he's gonna throw a fastball right here. Okay, we'll figure it out. The two one pitch runner at second base, fastball Breaking up ball. the middle. He threw it. He whacked it. That's a base hit. Thrill two two Diamondbacks tie it up. Hey, guess what? Guess what? That's why we make our living off of moron pitchers because he's not paying attention to the game. Here comes Rob Thompson. And he's got the act. Well, fuck, dude. He's Corbin like, Carroll was two for two already. We're trying to pitch around this fucker. That's why we're throwing off speed pitches, and you throw him a fastball out of the plate. Here it is. Fastball he's down the stupid. dick. Um, yeah. Look, and oh, he's so pissed off. Guess what? He didn't even back up home plate. Look, he's in front of him. All right. That's what you get. Hit. Hit. Guess what? Exit stage left. Perdomo, nice job. I'll give you some props. You freaking got the bunt down. That's your run. Nice job, Perdomo. Overall, a decent job by Ranger Suarez, I guess. I mean, he went four innings plus. He gave up four and two-thirds. He gave up six hits, two runs, six strikeouts, no walks. I mean, you can't ask for much more, right? It's fine. No, 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 no. But, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. In these tough situations of these ball games, it has to deal with pitch sequence and why he threw the pitch sequence he did right there. I have no idea. I'm walking you through this as a hitter. All right. Who is going to hurt me more? Is it going to be Corbin Carroll, who's my 300 hitter, can run, can steal bases, all that sort of stuff? Or is it Whoever's coming up, Trey is Christian Moreno. Moreno, Gabriel Moreno. Moreno. Yeah, he's been he's Christian been pretty good this postseason, but he hasn't been as good as Carroll. Carroll's yeah. been better. Yeah, but guess what? I'd rather I'd rather face him than freaking Corbin Carroll. Well, with with the base open, it's like you don't have to fuck with him, right? Like you're not going right. You're not going to what right. what two oh two oh two one fastball down the middle. Yeah, and guess what? He already chased one pitch in the dirt. Throw him out. Another one. You know why we get it? Why do we have to throw him a fastball down the middle? Why can't we throw him a 
break the ball down, see if he chases. So there you go. All right. This is dad water number two. This is called Dude, the Gary. What's what's on the front of that on the front of that can? It's called look, it's called the Gary. Oh, this is oh. fucking great, man. Oh. All right, Gary. Well, it's pineapple. It says jalapeno on the bottom of it. Pineapple jalapeno. And the, the first oh, one was pineapple, blood orange. Pineapple jalapeno. I saw jalapeno on there. What was the first one? Blood orange. The first one was what? Blood oh, orange. Try, try pineapple jalapeno. Here we go. Ready? All right. Test run number two, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, fuck, man. Get out. This might get my ass burning in the morning. That is what I'm looking Ooh. for. Yes, sir. Ooh. So do you like the blood orange one better or the pineapple no. jalapeno? No. I don't know how many of these you could have, but this is legit. I like this better than the first one. Oh, and Corbin, wow. Corbin Carroll rips the bag. Hey, look, it's about time. Freaking Corbin Carroll finally freaking ran out there. He Second stolen base. Forever. Well, dude, so he hadn't stolen a base in this series yet. He wasn't getting on a lot, but he got on last time. He stole. He went lefty first move off of Suarez. This time he takes off on Hoffman. Now watch this shit right here. Ready? You pull that shit, man, I'll rip third on your ass too. He's like 1-5 to home plate. Yeah, but here's the thing, all right? So now Marino freaking hanging breaking ball. We just talked about when you get runners in score position, you're going to get off-speed stuff. So Hoffman's got two options. He's either going to throw a high heater or a split, one or the other. Here we Corbin go. Corbin Carroll fucking with Hoffman in second. Breaking ball is going to be a base hit. Uh, Corbin wrote third. It's going to be a plate to plate. They're going to run it. They cut it off. They got Moreno. Don't give away an out, dude. Where are you going? I guess you just keep himself up. Okay. Whatever. They'll take it. The Diamondbacks take the lead 3 2. All right. So now here's here's my my critique on that right there. I hate that. Marino gets the hit. All right. Yeah. He gets the hit. Whammo. He he fakes going to second. Harper or whoever it is cuts it off. All right. They're going to give up. They're going to give up the run because it's the fifth, and they're going to get the out. Well, dude, if you hung up in a, a pickle, try to get out of it. Harper's got to give it a, a little whoops, one of these numbers right here. And Marino uh, goes into first base. Well, he didn't even go into first base. He went around him and just gives up the out. Marino is also the guy that in the ninth inning, uh, of one of those games, he peeled off at second base when he turned the double play. It's like, dude, you got to stay in the shit for a while. You can't, you can't just bail out all the time, especially in the uh, game seven. Game seven, you got to find a way to stay in the shit. All right, Thrill, I'm going to one thousand percent agree with you because there's two things here. Number one. Don't just give up the fucking out, bro. He was not going to be out at home. They were not throwing Corbin Carroll out. The ball was not hit hard enough. No, no chance. No chance. No, no chance. So, on that note, no. you, you have 27 outs to give. 
and you have 27 outs to get. Right. Don't right. give away an out. Don't. Correct. And you have to know, you have to know, you're the hitter. You've played with him all year long. You have to know Corbin Carroll's going to score on that base hit. So I am not going to wander off first base too far. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. This has happened at least two times, maybe three times during this series. And Marino, he, hey, look, look, he's a good young player. He's a good young player, but he's a fucking moron when it comes to tech, being a tactician. And somebody needs to tell him. Somebody needs to grab him by the collar and say, look, meathead, Carroll's going to score on that. You can't get kicked off first base on that. Well, I think that's exactly what I, I like. Well, look, whether you're the manager or the base running coach, I think and this is Bruce Bochy was really good at this because and he even told me this. He's like, I'm a military chain of command guy because you have to be very careful when you at when you crush it. They're going to take a look at this right here. So this is the point. Right. There's zero oh, fucking shot. They're Wait, getting Carol. Stop. Stop when you hit. When you hit first, what are you doing? And then when you go into first base, oh, and I'm clapping for myself. Oh, I got an RBI. Yeah, but you made a fucking big-time base running blunder, you dumbass. I do agree with you, too. Like, why, like the peel-off thing, now, number one, don't give up and out. Let's just say Matt Williams happened to be the base coach, right? So if you're the manager, well, yeah. you can do it yourself. I mean, you, you can decide what you want to do. Now the Phillies are back at it. That's a... The Schwarber? Yeah, because because we got Schwarber up there, and he's 1-0, and we're going to throw him a fastball right down the middle. What kind of freaking morons are we? God, who are we pitching out there? Have we no, not paid know. attention I, to what Schwarber has been hitting this whole series? Jesus. Yeah, yeah. That this is a guy. He has five home runs in the fucking series. And what are we going to do? We're going to throw him a fastball down the middle on a 1-0 count. Can we please get one ball on the outside corner? And oh, here's another fucking him. bunt. Stop fucking bunting. Stop. This is going to be a high-scoring game. We're not playing for one run. Both teams are trying to give outs away, you dumbasses. Look, oh, right. geez. Yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Wait, 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 wait. Here's the thing. Perdomo is a 230 hitter. Trey Turner is not. Trey Turner can do some freaking damage. Let Trey Turner do the damage. He's hitting 362 with 1,000 OPS. If he bunts again, I'm going to throw up. Okay, that's uh, even worse. Oh, jeez. That, that is awful. Maybe he bunted off his own and just I mean, try to get him over. There's no way There's no way you can hook that ball. All right, look. If, if I'm the, the button boy... Well, then the next pitch, I have to be the freaking hit at the right field boy, you know, and that's that's bullshit right there. So explain that right here. So basically what Trey Turner was trying to do is get Schwarber from second to third. But like Thrill said, if you're going to do that and you're going to sacrifice swinging the fucking bat, at least give me an approach the second time that says I'm going to right field. That's why Trey Turner has an inside out approach anyway. Trust your approach. Stay inside of baseball. You got some dog shit lefty on the mound. Go get him. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so, oh, Bryce, oh, oh, did God, he? he missed he, right there. It's going to be close. He, no. He, he missed it. He missed it because he was sitting on it. There was no way that Harper was going to get a fastball right there. He was sitting breaking ball, and he just flat out missed it. All right, so now we're going to get a pitch and change because we got Bohm coming up, right-hander. Harper, I he came out of his shoes on that one. He just missed it. Such a good swing. Look at him. Look at him. See, that's, that's – he knew it. He knew that he was going to get a 1-0 breaking ball, and he just flat out missed it. So we got a we got a pitching change coming up right here. Thrill, I've hey, tried to imagine that. We got a pitching change. Imagine that. I've tried to explain to our LTP boys. I'm like, there's outs and there's good outs. And you guys, yeah. when you guys make outs, it's okay, but I want them to be good outs. That right there with Bryce Harper, like that swing was a savage swing. Savage swing. Hey, we need to have uh, some other people jumping in the chat room here. There's like one or two people in the chat room. We need to have others jump in there. Come on, I mean, y'all, dude, y'all fire some questions at us. Thrill, we we get we got a great audience. We're getting thousands of downloads a week. Thousands. We have now moved into one of the top spots on Apple. Uh, it fluctuates. We've been as high as number three. So let's make sure we keep this live and interactive in the chat tonight. I just fired up for the first time. Obviously, we got the man, myth, and legend, Stephen Luker. Tommy Luke. Is Tommy Luke with you? Stephen Luker has been firing us up, firing us up. Yep. We got Big Mike. Big Mike's always in here. And then uh, Danny Gomez. Danny's. Danny's been chatting it up. Go ahead on, Danny. That's what I'm talking about. And then we have other people that are just chiming in. Calm down, you chimers. So a question for you. Yeah, I mean, would would you be willing to take on the hitting coach job? That's a that's a tough. You know one. what? That's, that's what Danny. That's what Danny's chunking out there. And my big thing, my big thing is, look, if I'm going to do the hitting coach job, all right, look, been there, done that kind of thing. Uh, I need you to pay attention to me. If you're not going to pay attention to me, it's going to be in one ear and out the other. And I know better than you know, even though I hit. 240 last year with 14 homers and 43 RBIs. Guess what? You can kiss my fucking ass because you can't hit. You can't hit in the major leagues. So there you go. There's my answer right there. I just don't know if I do. I know you could do it and I know you could kill it and then give you uh, the right assistant that buys into all the I mean, shit. We're sitting, we're sitting here watching the game. You and I are watching the game on freaking TV every freaking week, every week. And everybody in the chat room can freaking figure this one out, right? I'm calling pitches left and right. I haven't hit in 25 years. Yeah. I'm calling pitches left and right because I pay attention to the goddamn game. I pay attention to what the starting pitcher's got working. It doesn't have working. And 
on and on and on. And why people would not use that information is beyond me. I do not get it. It is because you are a self-centered son of a bitch and you're good at hitting 240, but you don't want to hit 300 and you don't want to drive in a lot of runs. So guess what? Fuck you. Yeah, sure. It's just, look, Thompson comes in and gets out of this. It's still going to be 3-2. That's tough. That's a leadoff double by Schwarber that goes wasted. I just think that when it comes you know to... Schwarber, Schwarber did a great job. Schwarber did a great job. You got a freaking uh, double right there. Trey Turner tried to bunt him over. All right, look, look. Wait, 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 wait. Trey, look, dude, you are one of our best hitters. Don't bunt him over because I want you swinging the bat right there, but I want you aiming for right field. So try to drive his ass in in right field, and then we got Harper coming up behind me, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Don't give up an out. He gave up an out. Thank you, my brother. Hey, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, from the Jag Ranch here in Texas, Jack Daniels says, hello. And we are dealing with Dad Water, our new title sponsor. And we have jalapeno and what? Pineapple. Oh, pineapple. Pineapple jalapeno. And we also have Bet Online is actually the new title presenting sponsor. Dadwater, to, to, to res- I, I want to respect them because they said if you and Thrill like what we what we have, then basically we're all in on a sponsorship. I said, okay, send it to me first, then we'll get some out to Thrill to see if he likes it, and then from there we can make a decision. But all due respect to them. Here's the thing about it, right? Is that they want us to they want us to pimp a product we like. I will tell you right now, hey. as somebody that has two to four cocktails a night, this is fucking fantastic. At least, yeah. Hey, look, and then not only that, you're a pimp. So there you go. Pimp on. Question for you. Ladies Where- and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I know. Not a lot of you are, you know, avid outdoors people, but I am going to give a plug for the Jag Ranch. This is the stud that uh, the Thrill just got a hold of this afternoon. We have a lot of nice Vesson, Big Mike and Jason, Tommy Luke, who's in the audience. Oh, yeah, we're going to be eating good here pretty soon. So how many points is that buck? Do you count like the number of antlers? Is that how it goes? Yeah, you do. You do. And that was that was an eleven pointer, and, and he's got some kickers on him. But the uh, the guide who guided me is like right here. So I gotta I gotta talk really good about him. It's Peter Jones. He's done a great job. His his uh, his cousin Stewart's over here. He cooked this freaking steaks. Unbelievable. And uh, look, look, this is this is what I freaking for. You know, it's like, look, you and I did it every day. We fucking busted our ass for for February to freaking October. And when I got off field, I wanted to freaking decompress. I wanted to chill. 
This is my chilling right here. So the thrill, the thrilling is a chilling right now. Well, I love it. And that's why I bring well, up like the, like the hitting coach job for the Giants. It's, I, it, I know we love, you and I both love the game, but damn, man, when you're not going to be, and I'm not going to assume you're not going to be able to get through these kids. I, I, I'm going to assume that you would be able to get through to them. But it's just a lot of tedious yeah, work. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah. Where I like your role yeah. now. Like, number one, the thing about the minor leaguers, they fucking listen. So I can make an argument. Your impact yeah, could be exactly. just as big now. Exactly. That's the thing. That's the thing. That's the thing right there. Okay, look. And we had this discussion last week. You know, uh oh, that ball's hit pretty good. Oh, right. That dude swing, but right at him. So we had we had this discussion last week. We were like, you know, what about you know working with the minor leaguers, major leaguers, all that sort of stuff? I thoroughly enjoy teaching the game to the people that want to receive it. And I know that the minor leaguers want to receive it. The, some of the major leaguers, and especially the major leaguers that we have on our roster right now, they do not care about what the previous regime did. They don't care about nothing. They don't care about going out there, taking batting practice, taking fly balls up against a wall. We've talked about that. Oh, and by the way, while we're talking about this, all right, all right, and I've had this discussion with everybody here, Kyle Tucker, and I'll go on, I'll go on freaking line and say this, all right, Kyle Tucker led the AL and RBIs. He is in a very protected spot in that lineup, all right. He's behind Altuve, Bregman, uh, Jordan, you know, all of, uh, Abreu, you know, he's but. He's behind four freaking studs. And yeah. he led the AL in, in RBIs. But I'm telling you right now, two of those fly balls to right field in the freaking series that the Astros just lost. Yeah. Freaking Kyle Tucker should have made those catches. He yeah. should have made those catches. And it's probably because he doesn't work on it. And, you know, that's the reason why. So I'm going to bring this back to youth baseball, as I always do, and say that we Why had. Why do you do that? We well, major leagues. Why are we going to youth baseball? Because we had two balls drop this past weekend thrill in Las Vegas in this big time 30 team tournament, super regional NIT perfect game. And now one of them cost us, one of them, I don't think, I won't say cost us the ship, but let's put it this way. Bro, we went there and fucking dominated. Boys played out of their ass. It was awesome. The one thing that was no bueno was outfield players. You put base hit up the middle. Uh-oh. But, Uh-oh. Gurriel has got a base knock up the middle. So, Thrill, I, I, I've tried to explain to them, and we beat, ironically, a team out of Texas in the semifinals. We walked them off. Dramatic walk-off. We had to play, face the pitcher of the year. Throwing 77 with a wipeout slider. 12 you. 77 from 50 feet, wipeout slider. The team, I, I don't I get it. All your Texas boys are there. The name of the team is Furia National. So it was an epic yeah, fucking. But, but they're not they're not baseball dudes. They're hunting dudes. So they're okay. good. Well, they, again, whether they give a shit or not. So we play, we play this team, we get through, and we get to the ship. 
It's us and this other team, Reed Johnson. We face them all the time. This is probably like matchup number nine. It feel it feels like nine hundred. And this is a team that will take advantage of every little mistake. So we had a couple balls fall in the outfield that should have been caught. It is everything. And here's the deal: a couple of the kids, and it this happens. With the look, I, I will always promote the multiple sport thing over and over and over and over again. The bottom line yeah, is, yeah, 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 you do have to when you're go when you're playing at this level, like you have to make sure you're routinely taking these balls over. And over. Like I was a dog shit outfielder. I cannot tell you how bad I was, but it got to the point when I got to the college level where I would go out and take 100 fly balls a day over and over and over and over again. Now, the problem, Thrill, is what you're talking about. And this is a problem that the Giants had this year, is that their defense was horrendous. And so what happens is there's so much emphasis on offense and hitting and fucking money lies and RBIs that the defense gets sacrificed. You cannot ever sacrifice Defense. You just can't. So, so totally without a shadow of a doubt, hundred percent agree with you. All right. You have to, and this was how it got broken into me. Was how many times are you going to be three for four? And they go, uh, not as many times as over three. And they go, boom. And so, but you have to kind of rate what's going to happen. Am I going to make a diving play that is going to save the game, or I, or am I going to get a base hit up the middle that's going to win the game? It is like seriously, and in, and for everybody in the audience here, it's like eight out of ten times I'm going to make a diving play before I am going to make a base hit up the middle to win the game. And that's just the way it is. And so that's why you and I have talked about forever. We have talked about this forever, how you need to work on defense more than you need to work on offense. Offense is sexy shit. That's the sexy shit. Oh, I'm, I'm yeah. going to go out here. I'm going to take 100 swings. I'm going to do all of that. No. No, you need to work on the 25 balls up against the wall, Kyle Tucker, that are going to save us from losing the ALDS and going to the World Series. That's what you need to work on, and that shit doesn't happen no more. Well, it's sad because one of the things, and this is what the players should know, that is valued tremendously, and I would I would give analytics a lot of credit for this. Now, how accurate it is, I got to believe it's pretty accurate, especially with AI coming. But you are getting judged on your fucking defense just as much as your offense when it comes to your war and all that other shit. Yes, by far. By far. And if you want to make money as far as a free agent goes, they want to know what your defensive prowess is just as much as your offensive prowess because 
they already know the offensive prowess. They want to know how you're going to stop the other team from scoring runs. Or if you're a fucking dummy and let everybody and their grandma come in. All right, Phil. So we're in a game seven. I never, well, I take that. I played in a game nine in the Dominican. It was intense. So I, but I, I've never played in a game seven other than the Dominican. I played in game fives, winner take all games. Uh, I, it's, it's a little different, man. Right. Right. Like the, the pressure goes up. How have you ever played in a game seven? Did you, was it, was the 87? Did you, did that go seven with the Cardinals? No, it went six. Okay. And so, so we missed out on it, but I mean, kind of game seven, game six mentality. Sure. Yeah. Is, what is it? Hey, all hands, all hands on deck, dude. I mean, all hands on deck. And so like right now, you know, this kid Thompson's throwing right here. He's got great shit. I, I, I like, I like this guy a lot. You know, he's got great shit. But he's filthy. He's like, coming from down under here. Gonna, yeah, but don't think I'm not going to have two guys up in the pin, pin because this is the fucking six. This is the end of our season. Maybe. Oh, know, shit. What a play by Marte. Ow! What a play by Marte. So, Christopher Mad Dog Russo today, Thrill, said he'd quit his job. The Arizona Diamondbacks beat the Phillies in game seven tonight. Really? He said he said that? What are the odds well, that Matt Russo actually his quits his job? He shouldn't put his ass out over his skis because Arizona's got a fucking they got a good little ball club. All right. So now let me ask you this. And and this is for everybody in the fucking chat room right here. What is the difference between Arizona and L.A., San Francisco, those kind of teams? Uh, Real Muto to left field. Hold on a second. It's run down. Yeah, yeah. Arizona's way better defensively, bro. They're way better. Arizona okay. was legit defensively. Arizona steals a fuck ton of bases. Arizona is a complete and total exactly. ball club. Exactly. No, right? No, let's go to the one beforehand. Let's go to the one beforehand. It steals a fuck ton of bases. Arizona goes with speed and defense. Okay? Who did that in the past? Let's think about it. Oh, shit. It was the St. Louis Cardinals. Cardinals. With fucking Vic Bowman, Willie McGee, Ozzie Smith, Jose Kendo. Terry Pendleton and they Tommy Herr and they had one fucking here we go ground ball dude dude that's why I love Thompson and right there he just gets ground balls all right yep. so now so all right so no shit no shit I mean you got you got freaking eight seven eight guys in the lineup that haul ass all right they play great defense. You got a bunch of guys that are really good situational hitters. And then you got Jack Clark being the big bopper in the middle of the shit. But what happens? Oh, excuse me. We only go to the fucking playoffs and World Series every fucking year. Uh, 
There's a formula right there. Speed fucking never runs out of outs. What was it like playing never. against those guys, man? They like they were a bitch, dude. Yeah. I was watching you guys. That was, that was they were tough. Every time you had those burners come up, everybody had to step in. And that's what's happening with, with Arizona. I mean, they got Carol, Marte, Perdomo. I mean, Thompson. Like, yeah, exactly. Or Alex Thomas. Alex Thomas, Thomas is his name. Guys can, yeah, what, Thomas. Yeah. But they got guys that can burn. It's like, dude, they put more pressure on everybody else. Whereas the teams that sit back and wait on the three-run homer, we can pitch to these guys. And yeah. so there's a difference. There you go. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you chunk a, a Galen and a Merrill, Merrill Kelly and whoever else. I mean, you chunk those are the two guys. Ball. And then other than that, like they got some dudes, but like, you know, they got, they got fat here, but I, it's, they had, they had two starters, you know, that came on at the bottom. And I know it's, it's fought or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Dude, let's, come on. Let's say, let's not. We'll call him fat. It's it's just it, you got to call that kid fat. It is not that he's fat, but it's just it's, it's the pronunciation of the name. It just works better. So fat comes on. He's been great in the postseason, unbelievable. And that's what it takes. You got to have three starters in the postseason. Hey, look, look, and and fat did what he needed to do, and he turned it over to the bullpen. So here we go. You know, I mean, he got him through what? Would four or five? I don't I don't have stats in front of me, but yeah, so. Hey, look, hey. Uh, um, um, you know, we got some comments on the board about, you know, like Dave Dravecki and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I was the first one to Dave Dravecki when he he broke his arm and it it wasn't a good scene. I'm not going to paint the picture for you, but I'm just going to let you know that I was holding his arm in place, shall we say. And then uh, till this day, Dave and I are like best buds because he knows I was there for him. I've, I got to meet I him. I didn't even care about where the baseball went. I didn't give a fucking rat's ass. I went out to the mound to be there for Dave. And so there you go. Yeah, I got to meet him at your retirement ceremony, Thrill. He seems like an awesome, awesome guy. Dude, he is one of the best human beings you've ever met in your life. Um, Danny Gomez here is wondering thrill, uh, if Nolan Ryan is really a dick. Nolan Ryan is a fucking stud. That's what Nolan Ryan is. Nolan Ryan is a guy that doesn't like hitters and God bless him. I mean, fuck, he had to face how many thousands of them and. You know, hey, look, I kind of took advantage of him here and there. But, hey, I I didn't mind it. It was a hitter-pitcher thing. You know, we talked about that before. Tell me the story when you first saw Nolan Ryan when you were playing for the Rangers. And I don't think he was playing at the time. He was done, but he was in the no, clubhouse. Was, How did that no. go? Oh, oh Yes. So in 1993, he blew out his elbow, right? And he signed a 10-year personal services contract to be with 
the freaking Rangers, right? And all right, fine. So I'm, you know, uh, one of the guys in the clubhouse and freaking he'd come in the clubhouse and say hi to everybody and walk right by me. And some of my teammates were like, hey, what's the deal with you and Nolan? Why does Nolan always like walk right by you and not say hi or anything like that? And I go, hey, dude, it's an old school hitter pitcher thing. You guys don't understand. And it's the way it was. I mean, hey, look, you know, you got a guy that had some success off of me. Uh, I'm going to stick it to him some sort of way or another. And that's the way it was. You got to have that mentality when you're playing. But I will yeah, tell yeah, you that yeah. when I got done playing and I'd run into some of these pitchers and stuff, it, I was always – Dude, what's up? And I'd have been super cool. But I hated the fraternization so much that I stopped running, Grill. I stopped warming up in the outfield because yeah. yeah. I didn't want to fucking talk to the other team. Yeah. No, I, I get it. I get it. I hated that shit. I, I was born and raised with we don't fraternize with the other team. And now it's like these bastards out there fucking hugging on each other, kissing on each other. Like, what? You know? But it's just the way it was. So, Yeah. Yes and oh, no. I mean, it's, it, it was oh, embarrassing. By the, way, by the way, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Pete Kinney even said this. He said that his first game at the stick was Dravecki's, like, comeback. Really, Pete? If you if you were there for that, that was the freaking bomb. I'm talking about like that freaking candlestick was rocking. That was against the Cincinnati Reds, by the way, and candlestick was freaking rocking. And because of that game right there, that catapulted us into the playoffs. Let's start with the 1989. It didn't matter what the game was in. September, it didn't matter. That game right there catapulted us into the playoffs. Let's start with the 1989 game where you hit the ball up the middle against Mitch Williams. And I'm going to assume that that's your number one favorite game in Candlestick Park history. If you were to rate, like, I don't know, can you give me two more that you remember that they, like, vividly that will stick with you like like as in what what are you talking about i don't know maybe the walk off of that astros left-hander you hit in the fucking third deck uh maybe it was the game you know what for me for me personally number one was the at bat off of mitch williams yeah i mean for sure i i i can't script that one any better uh um Number two was the upper tanker off of the Astros that freaking put us in first place and we wound up winning. What was that guy's name again? David Mead. Oh, yeah, man. David Mead. We got to get him on the fucking show, dude. We do because he's a Bay Area guy. He's a Bay Area guy. Diamondbacks keep coming at you, Thrill. 
Yeah, Perdomo right there. Yes, sir. Holy shit, they're going to win this fucking game. Is Fox panicking yet? Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Like, they're... Right, hey, do you have to go refill your drink? I mean, I, no, my wife's on here, so she could bring me up another daddy water. Mm. I mean, I know it sounds kind of uh, dirty, but... Why don't, why don't you bring me up a daddy water? I'm going to go pee, and I'm coming back. Yeah, you go ahead, Thrill. All right. Let me... Uh, I'll take this over play by play. It's actually one of my new favorite things to do. It's 3-2 in the top half of the seventh inning. We have a runner on first base. It's Perdomo. Let's see here. Cattell Marte. He looks like ass, man. I mean, he's just been swinging at shit all night. So, no bueno. But look at this. Let's see. Oh, it hits. He's got the guard on there. My wife listens. This is why I love you. Well, thank you, honey. Yeah. We say hello to the audience right here. Look at Thrill's setup tonight. Oh, you've seen it from downstairs. Yeah. Yeah. Blood orange, daddy. Yeah, I like the jalapeno one a little better. I'll have one more blood orange. I think I'll have four of these tonight. Is that a good number? No, it's 5.4% alcohol. No, this one's 5.4. The, oh, the, the daddies get more than the mommies. Yeah, the daddies get more than the mommies. Here. That's that's, that's, that's got to get worked on. Mommies need it more. Okay. Well, uh, what's for dinner, by the way? Tacos! Here we go. We got an extra base hit. Cattell Marte, Perdomo, Randy third. Oh, shit. You got to send them. One out. Do I hear your phone? I can hear me talking. That's kind of cool. Okay, top seven, now runners at first and third. Alvarado has given up a double to Cattell Marte. Marte's just up there hacking. He leaves a ball out over the plate, and it gets bamboozled to right field. One hopper off the wall. That's Castellanos throwing it in. I'm not kidding when I say this. I tell you what, Cassianos, Cassianos actually played out and pretty good off the wall. Hey, dude. Tara brought me another dad water. This is called the Rodney. And that's the that's the orange, the blood orange. Rodney. Right? All right. What's that one? What's that one? I like the Gary. I mean, this is the blood orange. What's good? They're about the same alcohol as a beer. What's like most beers are like four or five percent, aren't they? Unless you're in Utah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you think they should have sent them there? Yeah, without – here's the thing. As soon as Marte hits that ball, you know there's no body on the face of green earth that's going to catch that ball. I mean, Marte hit it the other way down the line. you got to be on your freaking horses running. Infield's you know? in, Corbin Carroll at the plate. 100-mile-per-hour fastball thrill. Believe it or not, I mean, with this guy on the mound right here, and I know Corbin Carroll's great, this this wouldn't be a bad place for a squeeze. I, I just don't know how much he bunts. I mean, if, if he bunts a ton, yeah, maybe. I, I don't think I, – I think you're right. I, I don't think he bunts much. So it's like, all right, let him let him fucking hack away. And you got the infield in. He's going to shove it right up their ass right now. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. So he swung through two. He's going to have to tighten up that swing and put something in play right here. All right. So, 
So they have traditionally been pitching him in. So if I got a guess right here, I'm going to look fastball in. We'll see if he comes up with another one. Yes, he does. Oh, he fouled it. So you notice the ones up he couldn't get to. This is just somebody that's just paying attention to the game and how he's being pitched in the past. So there you go. 100, 100, 101, 100. Here comes another fastball. He gave it the courtesy shake. Bam, fly ball. This will get it done. Hey, that gets him a run. Yep. And there it goes, Thrill. The Arizona Diamondbacks taking a 4-2 lead. It's getting us closer to our lead. Hey, so check this out. We bet on the over tonight, which is eight. And so there's zero way that the Diamondbacks could lose this game and the under happens. So as a Diamondbacks fan, I'm fucking ecstatic because – they're not losing, and if they happen to lose, at least my overbet hit. Something selfishly. Zach Wheeler, he comes. Zach Wheeler out of the pen. Here's your stud starter. This is so good, dude. Really is. This is this is great freaking TV right here, man. Oh, and Tara Burns, I love you. Hey, we're having we're having uh, real. I can't believe you're putting up with the guy that's got his fucking hat on backwards. Love it. There you go. Look at that backwards hat, though. I mean, give it, give it, get this is a brand new one. Hey, I do, uh, I, I do got to give you a little no filter backwards. Uh, I'm Burns. I'm, I'm, I'm dude. Uh, but hey, Tara's a stud in a relationship because we have to figure out what we're doing for dinner every night. I just can't believe we're having tacos. Like, she usually will never make me tacos because they're a pain in the ass. She fries the tacos, everything else. But we're getting oh, tacos dude. tonight. Dude, you're a taco fanatic. You know she's a taco fanatic. Thrill, question for you. Give it up. So, I'm about to tweet something out, and it just, it's right. like, a, it's kind of, a, I think, a big statement. It's not a big statement, but it's, I think it's very truthful here. The Texas Rangers, well, your former team, it, are going to be in the World Series. The Rangers could be taking on the Arizona Diamondbacks. It's looking like that right now. In terms of like total fan base between the Rangers and the Diamondbacks, I would say like those are two of the smaller fan bases in baseball. Although they're you know their communities will get behind them, but you just don't have that national appeal like the Phillies, like the Red Sox, like the Dodgers, like the Yankees. I, there's probably a, totally a, a couple, agree. Totally right? agree. All right. And so where are you going with this? I, I Fox is fucking going to be pissed. Fuck them. I mean, what do I care? Fuck them. That's what they get. Hey, fuck them. That's what they get fucking being a TV station. You got to fucking take the good with the bad. And guess what? The fucking Rangers... They're in Dallas. That's fucking cowboy country. How many fucking people do you think watch a fucking Cowboys football game? I had to, I had to fight this shit the whole time I was in, I was in fucking, you know, 
with the Rangers. It's like, dude, they're fucking studs. You know, it's like just because you're in fucking cowboy country doesn't mean that that's the only fucking sport that's there, you know? And guess what? Same thing with Arizona. Arizona, hey, look, they got some fucking big time baseball. They got basketball. They got the Cardinals. But guess what? Nobody's fucking up on top of the shit. Arizona right now, they're on top of the shit. Here we go. It's shit, dude. It's a region of the country, though, man. Like, look, the Diamondbacks have been in existence for 25 years now. So they should be building up a yeah. decent fan base. And, I, I, you know, we've talked about the they Rangers. Do. They do. Rangers have been around for a while. They just don't have the long history of winning. And so what hey, gets fan bases hey, on board got, is either long tradition or winning. I got the Texans in, in 94, and we had never won. And we won three times in the next freaking four years. There you go. Did they get? They got behind you guys then, I imagine, right? Oh yeah! All of a sudden, we started winning. It's like, oh shit, the fucking Rangers are winning. Here's Wheeler. That's a that's a night. That looked nasty. That's a two-two breaking ball. That's a fucking just a piece of. Oh, I can't do nothing with that. Yeah, here we go. So here's Maria. Runner on second, two outs. That far away. All right, shit happens. Now it's up to the Phillies. Thrill, how about your boys in Texas? Do they root for the Rangers or the Astros? No, fucking. Fucking. Some of them are from Dallas, and so they're they're fucking straight Rangers. Rangers some of them are from the coast, and they're they're straight Astros. So, so all the guys I'm hunting with down here, they're coast guys, and they were they were so fucking fired up for Dusty, and shit didn't happen, you know. Yeah, hey, so talk to me about Bruce Berkey, dude. You got to be happy for him, right? Ooh, Dusty or Bochy? Bochy. Let's start there. No, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so fired up. But how about Dusty saying, hey, I'm about done here? Yeah, I heard that. You see that? Yeah, that's okay, right? Did like, you see that? I did. Your thoughts? I mean, I, I think personally, personally, this is because I have been in touch with Dusty over the course of the year. I think Dusty has got tired of dealing with the fucking nerd uh, analytic dudes. And all you people that are fucking nerd analytic dudes in Houston that have made Dusty Baker retire, fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. Yeah. There you go. Bro, like, the whole thing, I mean, you have Dusty and Bochi, like, two staples of the San Francisco Giants for years. You know what's so great is that you have both of those guys that ended up in the National League or the American League Championship Series, and then on top of that, you now finally have another manager that could very easily 
fall into that lineage. And he's taken the helm. He's 62 yes. years old. Yes. And everyone's saying, like, yes. you know, you don't know how long he's going to be there, whatever. But, dude, I could see Bob Melvin there for fucking 10 years, at least. Honestly. I, it's 62, totally 72, agree. retire, see ya. Totally agree. Yeah. But so, dude, here's, any Bob- here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, and I totally agree. Don't ever, you know, confuse this. I love Bob Melvin to death. But Bruce Bochy, Dusty Baker, they have won championships. Bob Melvin, he needs to win a championship. And I, he has the pieces to do it in San Francisco right now. So there Yeah. You go. I mean, it, it's – well, yeah. we got we got to we got to we got to get him the I think they're they're missing some pieces. We gotta get we gotta get him some dudes, but he's the right guy. Hey, look, we gotta get we gotta get some dudes. I'm I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm talking as far as coaching staff goes, but as far as like players go, oh, we gotta get some fucking dudes. And I I can tell you this right now, and I'm looking you right in the face, every one of you guys that are at. San Francisco Giants right now. You better step up the freaking pace. 230, 240, and 150 strikeouts is not going to cut it. You will not be a San Francisco Giant ever again if I have anything to do with it. There you go. Yeah, not unless you're hitting fucking 35 and Driving in a fuck ton. Nobody's hitting 35 in their fucking lineup. I already fucking told you. I fucking look right in the camera. I told you the same thing. Hey, look. If you fucking give me 14 and 55, that's not going to cut it. Sorry. Uh, I can find I can find a fucking rookie coming up from double A that can do that shit. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Uh, Tara's on here. She says a scout who was with the Astros was the only guy that would let Altuve into their complex for the tryout. No one believed he was old enough. I don't know the context. She said we need someone that rides a Harley to take over that clubhouse. I think she's talking about the Giants. You just look, the Giants, I don't even know if Tara knows this, but they hired Bob Melvin today, honey. Like it's on. Like this is awesome. This is the greatest thing that's happened to the Giants in a long ass time. I, I just I cannot be any more thrilled. And I'm glad I gotta believe ownership stepped in and said, we're gonna have a huge fucking say in this hire. Mars swings and misses. Hey, look, you you fucking you fucking know fucking Rob Dean really well. Ask him. Yeah. You know what though, dude? And it's the same way, and you know this as well as I know. I don't abuse our relationships. Like, I could ask Rob anything whenever I want it, and I, I 90% of the time am going to get a very straightforward answer. The same way I'll get one from you, but I also don't want Rob thinking, hey, I'm coming to him. For a long time, this is actually kind of a funny story, but Ken Rosenthal would reach out to me 
and he would have me reach out to right. Rob. And I w- became a liaison right. between Ken Rosenthal and Rob Dean. And there were certain things that Ken would you know, want to know. And obviously, there's certain things that Rob would want to reveal. So I was totally transparent with both of them. And instead of them talking directly, which they probably should have, I would just say, Rob said this, you can only report this. Then Ken would say, thank you, what about this? I go to Rob, what about this? Okay, well, here's a little bit more, but you can only report this. (laughs) That's how it works, man. It does. And that's the same reason. I get it, I get it. Bro, Baggerly got the news today before anybody that Bob Melvin was the guy that they were going to hire. And that was according to quote unquote sources. Yeah. Yeah. And Baggerly is a piece of shit. Is he? And Ken Rosenthal is a piece of shit. That's Ken's bad. Ken, I like, look, I don't know Baggerly. I like Ken. I know Ken. Like, Ken's, if you ask Ken not to do I, something. I know Ken from way back. I, I know him from way back. Or, Orioles days, right? Baggerly, Baggerly all of a sudden took over and he's the. Glenn Dickey and Lowell Cone of San Francisco. So there you go. Dude, not too many people remember them. I do, though. Glenn Dickey was a shit talker. And it's, it's in Lowell Cone, too, man. And Lowell Cone, same way. One out, bottom of the seventh inning. 4-2 Arizona Diamondbacks. Lefties on the bump. His shit looks pretty good. His name's Sal Frank. Don't know much about him. Yeah, and he throws he throws a lot of off speed shit, and it, 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 he hasn't really challenged any of the two hitters that he's facing. This is three two and fucking change up. Did they get him or ball? Now that brings that brings the big boy to the fucking plate. Okay, yeah, here comes Kyle Schwerber. Let's stay through this inning, then I got tacos, Thrill. I got to run, but we'll, we'll roll. Uh, Linda says, fuck Gary Radnish. Kari's saying, hey, Thrill, you can go lay down, honey. Your, your, your night's over. I mean, Kari, come on. I think Thrill's just getting Who? warmed up. Who? Kari. Our girl Kari's in the chat firing away. Linda. It says there's an announcement tomorrow. She's in her own fucking world. Okay. Well, we got overalls here, Phillies overalls. And we got Kyle Schwarber, one out, tying run at the plate. There you go. Wait, are you Sid Crippel? Yeah, 2 0. And now Schwarber's going to be sitting on a breaking ball, 2 0. Okay, we'll see what happens. The Philly fans are getting into it. It's a madhouse there, but you got to believe there's some tension. 2-0 fastball down the deck. Wow, he was sitting breaking ball. I can't believe it. I don't care. He couldn't breaking ball. I would have been too. Okay, two balls, one strike, one out, bottom seven. The pitch, breaking ball, away, ball. Oh, fuck! Terrible call. Oh, he gave him a fucking strike call. I don't like this. I don't like this. Ugh. 
I just I still don't like it. Mm, that was not that was not easy. I don't want I watch that in full speed. I don't care. Slow mode all you want. Here's a thousand percent. This is gonna be a breaking ball. Thousand. Two two pitch. Yeah. Did he go? Yeah. Strike. Oh. That one was more of a strike as the other one. I agree. Let's see. What? Yeah, it was about the same. He gave it to him, though. Three balls, two strike. We'll see if the runner's in motion from first base. I doubt it. Breaking ball, he gets another one. This is an epic battle, dude. This is an epic moment. I don't want to use the word epic a third time. This is the at-bat of this uh, fucking NLDS. CS, but yeah, you're damn right it is. All right. Three balls, two yeah, strikes. That yeah, that one. Break them on the dirt. First oh, and wow. second. Bryce Harper coming up. Holy shit. Oh, thrill. I mean. Here we go. Yeah, this is it. This is a moment of truth for the Philadelphia You're Phillies. You're gone. See you later. Here comes Tory. Hold on a second, though. Why? Because they got bright. Oh, no, it's Trey Turner. Trey Turner, the right-hander coming up. So Lavello is going out to get the lefty. They got to have another lefty ready to go for Harper. And here we go. I mean, this is exactly what I think people want, like just a casual baseball fan. This is a moment of truth. This is this is everything. This entire Philadelphia Philly season. Uh, the fans thrill. They were booing, dude, at the last game that they lost to the D-backs. And so there was a, a huge cry in Philadelphia. Like a lot of the fans, you know, you have the – Negative fans and the positive fans, but the positive fans are like, dude, fuck off. Like, stop booing our boys. Support our dudes, right? Yeah. Uh, the World Series, by the way. Unbelievable. I was looking at this. Starts on Saturday, October the 28th. Uh, game one is going to be in really? Texas. 28th is when the series starts? Yep, and then they play Monday, October 30th. So, wait, hold on a second. There's no fucking way. Why do they have it like this? Because they have Saturday, October 28th. It, right now it has Texas listed as the home team. I heard Texas would be getting home field advantage no matter what. Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah, no matter what. So then I, I I guess the second game would be they're saying here Monday October 30th. Okay. I I don't know about that. It seems like it would make sense to, to go back to back and go Sunday, but maybe they're not playing on Sunday because of the NFL. That's a, that's the second time I've seen this kid Saul Frank. That's the second time I've seen him like kind of, I mean, give it up because he's a young pitcher and he doesn't want to challenge anybody. All right, here's Kevin. Right here, Ginkle. Yeah, Kevin Ginkle. 
He's nine and one in the regular season. I, mean, two- I, I like it. I like. I actually like this guy. This guy is like, hey, look, you know, this is what you're gonna see. This is what you're gonna get, and here we go. His numbers are really good, and he's facing Trey Turner, who's no stranger to the big moment. He mm-hmm. has had some gigantic. Fucking, uh, yeah, this is a huge at bat right here. Oh, look at these guys. Look at these guys. Philadelphia, man. I mean, they're going nuts. Well, we'll see what happens. They're down two. The pitch, slider, filthy. Like, you can't think you were getting a fastball right there, can you? No, you can't. 354 the postseason, three homers, five RBIs. It's 0 for 3 tonight. Runners at first and second, one out, 4-2 Diamondbacks, bottom seven. Another slider, and he's not even fucking close. Dude, dude, but here's the thing. It, those, both, both of those sliders are not in the fucking zone. They're not nope. anywhere close. And Giggle is going to throw another one just because. The 0-2 pitch? Oh, you dumbass. I wouldn't fuck around with that. I would not fuck around with what that. What the fuck is he thinking? Yeah, that's, that's idiotic. I would not, no chance, no way, mess around with that. Like, that's dangerous. I just, I would throw nine straight sliders if I had to. Here's the 0-2 pitch. Bingo. I would do the same thing. Same thing. Smart on Ginkle right there, making sure he stays at second because... You do have the speedster uh, out there, Pache. The O2 pitch. Slider, he hung it somewhat. Fly ball center field. Turner's lucky to make contact. Turner's Turner's pissed. Alex Thomas hauls it in. Dude, this is it. I mean, this is Bryce Harper coming up. Holy shit. And he's got to face him because they have to face two batters. So it's not like he can even go to the bullpen. Here we go. I don't know why. I mean, I like I don't he didn't have a chance. This guy's nasty. So the moment we've all been waiting for. Four two diamondbacks, two outs, bottom seventh, runs the first and second, Bryce Harper. Arguably, you know, one of the very best hitters in the game of baseball. You could also say that this guy is no stranger to heroics. He lives for the big moment. He's been a superstar since he's been 12 years old. The chosen one. Cover of Sports Illustrated. Oh, a fastball down the dick. Thrill fuck. You got to swing it. He was he was trying to come in and right there Harper was not looking breaking ball. I mean, not looking fastball. He no. was looking break ball. He was looking off speed, something or another. One one pitch, ball taken down. Tensions are high. Two balls, one strike, two outs. Tori Lavello, the UCLA alum manager, looking on. Ginkle from parts unknown. 
the pitch. Fastball, middle, fly ball, center field, just missed it. Alex Comets. See ya. Wow. It was just, it was just, hey, I'm going to challenge you, and he missed it. That's the shit that happens. Wow. I'm with you, honey. And guess what? Guess what? Because Ginkle got such good shit, I'd run him back out there next inning. Yeah, if he's challenging Bryce Harper with a fastball that a dick, why not? Yeah, I mean, come on. Come on. I mean, that's the way the shit works. All right, Thrill. I got tacos. I can smell them downstairs. I got kids chirping at me. We got to end this thing. Fantastic job. I appreciate hey. you joining from vacation, dude. That's, hey, honestly, like it, hey, it means a lot right. to be in the podcast. Everything else, appreciate you, your boys letting me borrow you for uh, a short period of time look, here. But look, good dude, shit. The boys, the boys were, the boys were cool as shit because they were like, hey, we're in hunting camp and we can spend some time with, with Bernsey. And then at the same time, thank you for letting me. Uh, borrow Tara and you know your 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 freaking gorgeous family. Hey, look, do you think we are going to knock this shit out next week? Believe it, World Series, World Series, dude, next week. What Rangers? Right, there you go. There All right, you go. hey, I'll talk to you. Maybe we could do a couple of them during the Rangers broadcast. A couple of these alternative broadcasts. Yeah. And we could even yeah, time it. That'll work. That'll work. Yeah, we could yeah. even time it better where maybe we come on a little later and take it right through the end of the game. We'll figure it out. Who gives a shit? There you go. Hey, All look, right, buddy. Look. Hey, have fun. Tell the so boys you, thank you. you. you Tell Chevy. You got a fucking great. Yeah, hey, you got a great fucking support system. And then uh, fucking Trey loves you to death. So, My dude. hey, we're here for you. Thanks, buddy. We'll see you next week, Thrill. Bro, love you. Tara, love you. A little uh, fucking give us some smell-o-vision shit. And everybody in the chat room, hey, bring it on next week. Bring it on next week. Let's go. Tell a friend. Give it the five-star review on Apple, Spotify, wherever. Write a review. And one more thing for everybody. Boom. See ya!